0: The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.
1: You know, it's been an exciting week, hasn't it? Uh, Edmonton named an NHL hub city and seeing players back on the ice at Rogers Place. That enthusiasm was dampened a little last night when we saw that water damage to Rogers' place from that storm that rolled through. We wondered what it meant for the building. What does it mean for the playoffs? Uh, well, let's find out with Tim Shipton, the Senior Vice President, Communications with Oilers Entertainment Group. Hey, Tim, welcome to the show. Hi, Jalen. Thanks a lot for having me on. Oh my goodness, you know what? And, you know, we had planned this interview a couple of days ago. That's when we first booked it. So, like, man, talk about timing, Tim. Give me an idea what went through your mind when you saw that video last night, when you heard what was happening.
0: Yeah, that's a good question. You no, know, uh, I, I happen to be in the building, and uh, so I got a, a firsthand view of. Uh, obviously the storm rolling through and then of course uh some of that that water damage that flowed down uh down the building and into the terminus support hall and certainly in the moment there was a lot of concern <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> um you know moments of panic but I, I tell you what um uh the rogers place operations team uh led by our, our building gm Stu ballantyne and his entire crew they just They got to it really quickly and and jumped in. And and quite frankly, some of the work that they did really actually, uh, uh, you know, saved the building from even more damage. So the guys got on it quickly. Uh, We were able to get remediation crews into the building quickly. And by, you know, by late evening, you know, uh, around midnight or so, we kind of felt like uh, we had a handle on the situation and, and assessing uh, the damage we said, hey, we could we can live with this, you know, it's just a minor setback, it's not a not a crisis. So that was a, a certainly a good moment.
1: So, Tim, um, from the uh, news release that uh, Rogers Place put out this afternoon, it said it was, you know, significant water flow mixed with hail, which led to excess pressure on the facility's storm drainage system, causing two pipe couplings to fail, one located, as you mentioned, at the terminus of Ford Hall, the other located on the mezzanine of the southwest side of Rogers Place. So uh, that's what caused it. uh, As far as the fix, how long are we looking at to get this all fixed, and um, and you're confident that it's not going to cause any um, any challenges with uh, with with us playing host to uh, the NHL.
0: You know what's, what what uh, what's interesting is while all uh, this uh, excitement was happening uh, <laughs> in the terminus of Ford Hall, uh, we had our production crew and the NHL production crew actually continuing work uh, in the arena. Um, in preparation for the hub, you know, there's uh, obviously a lot that needs to get done between now and, uh, you know, a, a little over a week's time, about 10 days time when we welcome uh, the NHL to our city. So they were they were doing uh, work uh, in the building, uh, uh, you know, on the ice surface while some of this other excitement was taking place. So um, didn't didn't disrupt anything. You know, we've okay. got, uh, you know, some cleanup work, at the bottom of the terminus. Uh, less less water damage on the southwest side. That's more, okay. you know, cosmetic related to carpets and you know maybe a little bit of drywall and whatnot. So I was in the building again early this morning. Um, tons of uh, materials uh, had arrived and and different things related to uh, the set that's being created for the uh, for the broadcast, of course, of many many NHL hockey games <laughs> um, at Rogers Place. So. Work continues, and everybody woke up. We had a coffee, and uh, and people got to it. So it, it's remarkable, uh, obviously seeing uh, the images uh, from yesterday. But wow, um, you know, a lot of hands uh, uh, on this, and and uh, we're moving ahead.
1: Good to hear. Tim Shipton from the Oilers Entertainment Group joining me this afternoon. And when I had originally asked him to come on the show, I wanted to talk to him about uh, Edmonton being named a hub city. And and what, uh, what, Went into nailing this down, uh, so that's where I'm going to go now, Tim. Because I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall to see how this all came together—the negotiations, the process, the dealings. Can you give us a little bit of insight in in uh, what it looked like to start with, and 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 how that process went over the over the past few weeks, up until naming last week
0: you know what uh we started we started the hub city process all the way back in april when uh, when the nhl um you know assessed uh ways to get in the 1920 season and came up with this hub concept and so again we b- began our uh, due diligence and planning on you know understanding if edmonton rogers place ice district could do it and and very quickly um, you know, we came to the conclusion that we not only could do it, but we had a very strong and compelling bid for a lot of different reasons. Um, of course, uh, Rogers Place being one of the finest, uh, you know, venues in the entire National Hockey League, connected to Ice District, um, the ability to create uh, this bubble concept uh, that the league uh, felt would be the safest way to um, to host. And to operate um, the playoffs, Uh, we had very strong support uh, from the city of Edmonton, of course, the government of Alberta and the overall COVID situation in Edmonton, you know, being stable and and very, of course, low compared to many um, jurisdictions in the U.S. So so we felt like we were right there in the running. Uh, but of course, uh, there were a lot of other teams across the NHL that felt the same way. And and when the league went from uh, four hub cities down to two, you know, okay. it just increased the competition. So it was uh, it was definitely uh, a bid process, and it was a competition. And so we never felt uh, you know entirely comfortable, of course, until we landed it. But we always felt like we were right there. We always felt like we were one of the top. Uh, top markets and and top bids. We just, you know, we wanted to ensure that we're in the top two. And, uh, you know, as the situation evolved, there was, of course, tons of interest and speculation, uh, you know, by media, by hockey fans. And and we just, you know, stuck with it. Um, We enhanced our bid on a few occasions throughout the process, you know, receiving feedback from the NHL. And, uh, you know, and thinking about uh, in particular what the players would want uh, coming to our market in particular, uh, you know, those teams that get deeper uh, into the playoffs, you know, being in our city for an extended period of time. So we just, you know, never uh, took our foot off the gas as to uh, how we could improve uh, the hub. And then at the end of the day, really, I think it came down to um, Edmonton being the safest jurisdiction, great mm-hmm. local collaboration, the best venue in the league, and, and Ice District being able to support it—you know—it was a winning combination.
1: Tim, we had um, we had heard some stories and we had read some details about Mr. Cates' involvement in securing the bid. I'm curious to know what kind of role did he play, and um, and yeah, just how big of a role did he play in this?
0: Well, I can tell you that Daryl was 100% uh, behind uh, Edmonton hub city bid right from day one. And, uh, you know, he's got a great passion, uh, obviously, for the city, uh, a great, you know, amount of belief and pride in, in uh, what we've been able to, uh, you know, build with the arena in partnership with the city and, of course, ice district. Um, but he was definitely was relentless as the rest of the group in uh, in pushing to make this happen. You know he he brought forward uh, many great ideas. Uh, he you know, he lobbied as hard as as all of us to make it happen. So definitely, uh, uh, Daryl's uh, involvement was a, a strong factor in why we were able to to land the hub city bid
1: can you give us an idea and and maybe this is just me being nosy tim but i'm fascinated by this uh again when you were when 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 the when uh oilers entertainment group found out that yes the green light had been given how did that news come down and and what was the reaction like in that boardroom
0: (laughs) (laughs) um that's a yeah that's a great question i tell you what um there certainly was excitement, Jalen, because uh, you know so many people had, had you know poured their you know their heart and soul into the bid. But I also think you know there's a degree of uh, of focus on us being able to pull this off. So I think we mm-hmm. kind of feel like we're we're at the starting line, not the finish line, right now, <laughs> and there's still a lot of work to do. So I, I think we felt you know obviously we're excited that um, this is a great. You know, once in a lifetime opportunity for our city um, to be, you know, to be hosting not only the hockey world but have the, you know, the eyes of the world on the city. So that's an exciting thing. But um, you know, from our organization's perspective, from the NHL perspective, uh, we're focused on pulling this off. You know, we've got a lot of hockey in a, in a short amount of time. Uh, fully believe the building, uh, you know, is is uh, more than capable of, you know, having three games. Uh, in one day and, and all that hockey. Um, but, you know, our, our focus is on let's get the job done and then we can celebrate.
1: Tim Shipton joining me this afternoon. Uh, as we move towards this, and there's got to be so many pr- protocols in place, and so many, um, you know, stipulations to protect uh, staff, to protect the teams, and to make sure that that bubble stays intact. Um, can you can you shed some light on on that, and just how that might work? Because I think a lot of people are still wondering, what does this mean? Um, you know, will the players just come to town? Will they go to the rink? Go back to the hotel maybe go to a couple of restaurants that are designated for them or is you know i'm guessing part of that is still you know in the works but i mean there's got to be so many um just uh guidelines that have to be followed to make sure that this works and um and that everyone stays healthy
0: Mm -hmm. yeah you're absolutely right it is uh it is rigorous and detailed um both the you know the phase three protocols that our our team is under right now, uh, in training camp, and then shifting into phase four NHL protocols, very very detailed. And and I would say that you know I think another uh, strong factor in uh, us securing the Hub City bid was the amount of work and diligence that we put in um, working with Alberta Health. Uh, Working with Dr. Hinshaw, her officials, you know, many, many other other people within uh, Alberta Health to develop um, the health protocols, the testing protocols uh, that we needed to put in place in order for Edmontonians and Albertans, one, to have a level of comfort that this could be done safely. And then two, of course, for the the NHL uh, to have confidence that, you know, as players come to town, all the participants are safe. Uh, that really is right at the core of this exercise. Um, you know, the safety and security of all involved, the players, and of course, um, the, the host market that we're in. So, it's going to be very tightly controlled. The bubble will be will be very um, closely maintained. Um, there will be not a lot of uh, you know, again, uh, external activity unless it can be done. Uh, as safely as possible you know I think uh, what we all want to do is get the tournament underway and and, you know get uh, uh, you know some stability in place and then you know look to identify opportunities where potentially you know teams can can uh, you know do excursions but only if it's done safely and again what what is right at the core of this is the extensive uh, testing program in place uh, that we've brought forward in partnership with uh, a local Edmonton company, uh, DynaLife, uh, working mm-hmm. with the NHL <laughs> medical team, working with the with the Oilers medical team, and of course Alberta Health. So, uh, very very detailed, but uh, you know we have the confidence that it can be done safely.
1: I'd love to see the binder holding all of the protocols and all the rules going forward. I know you're busy. I've got one more. or got one more question for you here, Tim. It, this is going to be a different experience, obviously. You know, for the players, but you know, especially for the fans. The fans who want to be in the seats and can't be in the seats. Maybe we want to be packing the bars, but can't pack the bars. And I know um, that there's been work to try to, you know, get some fan involvement different ways. Uh, I think there's been some changes to the 50/50. Uh, to get the fans involved on that front. Can you give us an idea about what's going on there and how you're going to, you know, get those fans involved?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. So right at the core uh, of this effort, of course, is this is a made-for-broadcast endeavour. And so a lot of the work being done right now, um, in particular by the NHL, is creating a new look and feel for broadcast recognizing that this is a, you know a very unique uh, situation no fans in the building it's going to be different uh we're creating a made for tv sporting event um almost think of it you know as a, as a, a set design uh, yeah. of, of a major concert you know the amount of gear coming in to give it that look and feel. um so that you know that's kind of the first part Um, You know, we want uh, certainly Oilers fans and and hockey fans to, you know, to celebrate responsibly. Um, You know, we've got a duty as host city to ensure our COVID numbers uh, remain low. And so, you know, we need need everybody to, you know, to be doing their diligence on that front. But, you know, we're going to be bringing forward different ways for our fans, certainly our Oilers fans, to feel connected to the team and and the effort, as you mentioned, we're launching – um for the start of the playoffs and online 50 50. again the <laughs> very popular and successful 50 50 program that oilers fans have enjoyed in the building they'll be able to access that online so we're rolling out details on that very soon we hope that we can raise some significant dollars for charity and, and just you know again make our fans feel connected one to what we hope is a long edmonton oilers run but two <laughs> to the fact that uh, again In our lifetime, uh, we may never see this again. We've got 12 NHL teams uh, in the city of Edmonton at one time.
1: It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be fascinating to watch how this all rolls out. And it sounds like you've been working uh, closely with the great folks over at AGLC, of course, with AHS, Dr. Hinshaw. So many layers to this, uh, Tim. Uh, continued best of luck as, uh, as everyone moves through this. And uh, I hope to catch up with you again <laughs> when you have some time. Let's put it that way. I think that might be when all is said and done. But I look forward to talking to you again, OK? Yeah, thank
0: you very much, Jalen. All the best.
1: Thank you. That's Tim Shipton, the Senior Vice President Communications with the Oilers Entertainment Group joining us this afternoon uh, talking a little bit about, um, you know, what happened at Rogers last night but about, you know, the, the process to get Edmonton named a hub city and you're hearing some of the changes and, you know, some of the work as they move forward to... You know, you're not going to be in the building. It's going to be a different experience for us, the fans. You'll, of course, be able to listen to it live right here on 630 Ched, your voice of the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, But this 50-50 draw sounds uh, awesome. They're going to do it online. They've been working close with the AGLC, which is awesome. So we'll keep you updated as more details are announced uh, right here, but we're looking forward to it. Oh, my gosh, you guys, hockey, hockey back at Edmonton here. It seems like it's been a long, long time. Uh, Looking forward to it.